Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is December 2nd, 2016. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Mark Anthony and Jennifer Lopez, Selena Gomez, Whoopi Goldberg, Brian, uh, Brian Luke, Prince, Kanye West, and a whole lot more. So don't go any. I'm sorry, Luke Bryan, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Dave Cause for Rad, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. When you're traveling during the holidays and see someone who's had too much to drink about to get behind the wheel of their car, get the car keys. Your friends will thank you for it because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. And happy holidays, everybody. This is Faith Hill for Rad, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Please remember, during this holiday season, when you celebrate, designate. Always choose a designated driver. Your friends and family will thank you for it. Have a safe and happy holiday, and remember, friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. There is no place like home. Getting home safely is just a click away. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat for more information. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to make sure, if you want to tune in every time, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories that I mentioned on the show today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Like us. Like our fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T-H-A-T-H-A-T-S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto 14. Stiletto like the high heel shoe. S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. I finally am on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S. G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 58 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently listening to the show on their phone lines, on the computers. We got a couple of people that are in the chat room. Thank you again for joining me here on this Friday afternoon. And uh, once again, if you want to make a comment about the latest stories here from Hollywood, just give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, if you can't join us every week live, you can always listen to the archives. If you are a registered listener here on Block Talk Radio, you can also catch the show, download it for free on iTunes. Just go to That's Entertainment Online Radio and also go to Stitcher.com, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com, where you have over 60 thousand plus radio shows and podcasts just type in the search box that's entertainment online radio and you can catch up with the show from there 
I know it's been about two weeks since I've been on the air, and uh, last time I was uh, interviewed, the lovely a- uh, actress and pageant winner Ashley Park. Uh, if you missed that interview, you know, again, you can always go to the archives. But uh, a lot has been happening in the past two weeks. Uh, this whole thing about Kanye West and his health, you know, he had that breakdown uh, in Sacramento right in the middle of his concert, and then he had to be hospitalized. At first they thought it was paranoia. No, I'm sorry, they thought it was exhaustion and dehydration. Come to find out he was suffering from depression and paranoia. Well, um, he had this, he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be checked out of the hospital a little earlier, a couple of, a, a few days beforehand, but they had to let him stay in because they felt that he was not ready, and just this past Monday, they let him go home, so I'll give you the latest scoop on his health. Also this week, we're going to be talking about Selena Gomez, I don't know if you guys uh, caught the American Music Awards, where uh, Selena had got a award for her uh, her achievement, and she had a very moving speech at that award show where she talked about how she, you know, is this she knows she's this big star, she knows she's this big time recording artist, and you know, for a minute she had to just take time and make some time for herself. You know, despite the madness of the industry, she had to take some time for herself. But she also revealed a big change um, following her hiatus and what she did. I'll tell you the latest. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg was blindsided yesterday on the Thursday episode of The View. I'll tell you what happened. Also, Prince Estate, the numbers are in. Apparently, the attorneys have finally found out what uh, how much Prince Estate is now worth. Uh, they thought it was a little more than what they anticipated. I'll give you the latest numbers. Also, this week, we're going to be talking about um, Mariah Carey. Uh, she's back in the news, and it's not for what you think. Uh, you know, she's getting ready to have her reality show premiere on E! this weekend. I believe it's on Sunday. But she's been confirmed uh, that she is in a, uh, some kind of romantic relationship with one of her backup dancers. Apparently she allegedly confirmed it. I'll tell you the latest. And uh, everybody is looking, uh, really anticipating um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's gonna, he's the new host of the new Celebrity Apprentice. And you never guess that he's going to have, he's not doing this show alone. He's going to have six additional boardroom advisors, and I'll tell you who they are. So without further ado, let's get down to business. Let's get down to the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. Well, uh, Mark Anthony apparently still can't get over Jennifer Lopez, though it's been years since they uh, split you know, Us Weekly had a claim in their newest issue. According to the news outlet, the 48-year-old crooner is eager to win back his ex-wife now that they are both single. The publication claimed that Anthony is still very much in love with Lopez and left Shannon DeLima soon after he learned that the Saunders had split from longtime boyfriend Casper Smart. The insider goes on to reveal that while Anthony is trying to get back together with Lopez, the Bronx diva isn't interested in rekindling their romance. The two Latin singers remain good friends and co-parenting their twin kids, Max and Emmy, following the end of their seven-year marriage in 2011. Recently, they even worked together on J-Lo's Spanish language album. But uh, rumors about their rekindled romance began swirling after they made an appearance at the 2016 Latin Grammys last month during which they took to the stage together to perform their latest duet, Avadame y Pega la Velta, before she presented him with the Person of the Year Award and planted a kiss on his lips. Anthony then tried to shoot down rumors by posting on Instagram pictures of him kissing everyone. Now Gossip Cop has also debunked the speculation as they can assure everyone that Anthony isn't wooing Lopez. Uh, His friends tell the site that Us Weekly's latest story about the two exes is just ridiculous. Hmm. You know, uh, for the longest, people have been wanting these two to get back together, you know, since um, that infamous kiss that she gave 
Anthony Lopez gave uh, Anthony at the the at Latin Grammy Awards. You know, I guess because they then not only are they just uh, professional people, but they try to be, you know, good friends. You know, because you know they have the two young children, so they they try to be cordial with each other and 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 for the sake of their kids. So, I mean, there's always going to be love for them, I think, for each other, and they're always going to care for each other. But we have to see. I mean, we have to see because it was started, you know, when Aunt, when the Mark Anthony was working with Jennifer Lopez on her Spanish language album. You know, they said that they were going to be in the studio together. I'm surprised his uh, his wife, his then wife, didn't want to sit in on the the sessions. You know what I mean? You know, when you have that kind of situation, it kind of you know pull out a red flag because you know you know when you're in the studio, they're long sessions. Sometimes it's overnight. Sometimes it ends one two in the morning, and there's small spaces. You know, you get, you know, a little cozy, you, you make a few jokes. So, I don't know. We just have to wait and see. Now, Selena Gomez revealed a big change following her hiatus. Uh, the 24-year-old pop star said that she dished her mobile phone for 90 days after she decided to take a step back from the spotlight following her war of wars with ex-boyfriend Justin Bieber on Instagram. She said it was the most refreshing, calming, rejuvenating feeling. Now she rarely picks up her phone and only limits the number of people that have access to her. Gomez felt burnt out three months ago before she took a hiatus to take care of herself. Now that she's in a better place, she's focusing on staying healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, and learning new things because those are the things that give her energy. And Whoopi Goldberg was blindsided with an outpouring of love on Thursday episode of The View. As part of World AIDS Day, the actress was given the Elizabeth Taylor Legacy Award for her humanitarian work in raising awareness for the disease. The honor turned out to be a complete surprise that brought Whoopi to tears. First co-host Sarah Haynes surprised her with a video tribute, which included messages from Colin Farrell, Lionel Richie, and Elton John. At the end of the tribute, John announced that Goldberg would receive the Elizabeth Elizabeth Taylor Legacy Award, much to her surprise. Four of Elizabeth Taylor's grandchildren emerged and presented an emotional Goldberg with the award. Taylor's grandson, Quinn TV, also announced a $4 million joint partnership between the Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation and the President's Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief to benefit Malawi. And Luke Bryan got so fed up with a rude concertgoer at his concert on Wednesday night, November 30th. The country singer was performing at Charlie Daniels' 80th birthday volunteer jam when a fan made his way right in front of the stage and started acting unruly. Bryan then grabbed the guy and gave him a whack on his head with a mic. A Twitter user uploaded the footage on the, of the moment that Bryan punched the fan. The clip showed Bryan performing his hit, Move, when a guy in the front row apparently grabbed his attention. He can be seen getting into some kind of physical altercation with another guy close to the stage. Ryan performed at Nashville Bridgestone Arena as part of Charlie's birthday celebration. Other performers include Kid Rock, Chris Stapleton, Three Door Down, Travis Tritt, and Larry the Cable Guy. And Prince Estate is said to be worth about $200 million. And this is according to the Associated Press estimation based on a new court filing. It's the first time a specific estimate had emerged publicly from court proceeding or publicly through court proceeding following Prince's death in April. By comparison, uh, David Bowie's estate was worth about $100 million when he died in January, and this was according to his will. Since Prince left no known will, his sister, Taika Nelson, and five half-siblings are in line to inherit equal shares of the estate after taxes. It's possible that the value will rise or fall, uh, the final total won't be in t- determined until after more appraisal and taxing authorities. And you also, I also heard about uh, there's some kind of woman who claimed that she was married uh, to Prince. She claimed she got proof, she got a marriage certificate saying that she was entitled to his inheritance since she was married. But uh, 
now they're saying that they don't believe the woman. They think it might be just some woman. Just there's no proof. So uh, I'll give you more details if, if furthermore when it comes in. Uh, right now we have here 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the uh, latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, pop culture. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. Normally we broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, and every now and then I'll do a Friday edition if I don't do a Wednesday show. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, if you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder through your email, through your phone, when I'm on the air live or when I broadcast live. Also, you can also follow the show on Twitter at That's Entertain One. You can also like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment dot radio and you also, uh, if you're not a registered listener, you can also register listener here on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, not only get the chance to listen to my show, but other shows here on the network. Uh, speaking of Prince, uh, his greatest hit uh, compilation album, Prince Forever, the first album released since his death on April 21st, debuted at number 80 on the Billboard 200 this week, and it became the 40th album of his career to grace the chart. The album was released off-cycle on November 22nd instead of the normal Friday release of November 18th or November 25th. So it arrived on the chart with only two days of sales. Prince Forever sold 8,000 copies in the week ending November 24th, and this is according to Nielsen Music, and it earned 9,000 equivalent album units. As previously reported, the new 40-track offering includes one never-before-released song called Moonbeam Levels. It was originally recorded in 1982 during the session for his 1999 album. The other 39 songs of Forever marked his greatest hits from 1978 to 1993 during the time with Warner Brothers Records from his first charting single, Soft and Wet, to Nothing Compared to You in 93. Now, of Prince's 30 singles to reach the top 40 on the Billboard Hot 100, 24 of them appear on the Forever Contemplation album. Uh, he only his only 40 top his only top 40 hits absent from the set are Party Man from the Batman soundtrack, uh, The Arms of Arion, Money Don't Matter Tonight, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, Let It Go, and I Hate You. Also, Forever includes the first ever appearance of Prince Hot 100 number one hit, Bat Dance, and um, he the, he also released a number of uh, greatest hits from his album since Bat Dance, which topped the chart in 1989. The track that was absent from all those albums include the hits, the B-side, the very best of Prince, and Ultimate. Since Prince died on April 21st, his catalog of albums has sold 2.6 million in the U.S. After his passing, his album was so popular that on May 14, the data chart, he had a record 19 concurrently charging charting titles on the list. So congratulations to Prince. Uh, Kanye West uh, was reportedly released from UCLA Medical Center on Tuesday night, November 29th. Doctors cleared the famous hit maker to leave after determining that he had stabilized. While there's still no word on Kanye's official diagnosis, according to the source, the gold digger rapper will continue to receive outpatient treatment and medical care. Previously reported that uh, Kanye refused to take a few rests at, hosp- at the hospital. Uh, he, they're saying that he still tried to m- make music and he was still trying to oversee his new fashion designs while he was in the hospital. Uh, they also said that uh, Kaya even requested his uh, his recording equipment that he brought to the hospital so he can record in his bed. And they said that he kept asking to see sketches of his fashion line. He continued that he wanted to work, and, but Kim had to keep telling him to rest. They, I think they said that he was supposed to, originally he was supposed to be released the following week, but they said that he still wasn't stabilized. Also, you know, Kim had to go back and forth from the hospital to the house because, you know, she still has the two children to take care of. So, you know, when the times that she wasn't there, you know, he probably felt a little lonely, probably felt a little bored. So 
I, I assume that's what caused him to try to, you know, to want to, you know, check out, you know, his his drawings, his fashion line, or or just to dibble dabble in some music or write some music. But the, so far, this is the latest. Uh, you know, I, I've always said that um, that the issues with Kanye West was a lot more deeper since I had the show. Since I started the show on Broad Talk Radio, I said that after his mother had passed. You know, he hadn't, something was wrong with Kanye in the head, and it had been like that ever since. And they even said that he started acting erratic on the night, after, actually the, the 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 night of his mother, the death of his mother's uh, anniversary. So, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Um, they said that he needs plenty of rest. He needs to just chill for a moment because, you know, he had to cancel the 21-day the tour. Now they're saying they don't, they're not sure if he's going to bring no tour back, those scheduled those dates again. They're not even sure. They just want to make sure he takes care of his health, rest, and uh, stay close to his family. And the music streaming giant uh, Spotify released Wrapped. It's an annual release that revealed which songs and artists had made the biggest impact in the music industry industry in 2016. And for the second consecutive year, Drake topped the most streamed artist list with over 4.7 billion streams, beating out Justin Bieber, Rihanna, 21 Pilots, and Kanye West. His album, Views, became the most streamed album, and his song, One Dance, is named Spotify's most streamed track and top breakup song. The Canadian rapper is also the top artist in the hip-hop and pop genre. Drake dominance on Spotify 2016 charts had already been predicted early this year. In May, the music streaming platform announced that he had topped Bieber as the most played artist. And in October, it announced that One Dance became the most streamed song, beating out Major Lazer and DJ Snake's Lean On featuring M.O. Meanwhile, his ex-girlfriend Rihanna sits at number three on the most streamed artist list. She topped the list of most streamed female artists for the second year in a row with 2.5 billion streams. Riri also has her album, Anti, landed at number three on the most streamed album list. Other artists that made up the list include Zayn Malik, Ariana Grande, Sia Furler, Adele, and Fifth Harmony, among others. And Rita Ora, a second studio album, is coming soon. While she's co-hosting, while she co-hosts the BBC Radio First, the Breffick Show with Nick Grimshaw, the Black Widow songstress opened up about her much-delayed sophomore album. Rita had been working on her second album since 2013, but she faced several setbacks following her split from Calvin Harris and court battle with Rock Nation over her recording contract. In June, she signed a new record deal with Atlantic Records. And the weekend, Lady Gaga and Bruno Mars performed their songs while the model was strutting their stuff at the 2016 Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. The show took place in Paris, France on Wednesday, November 30th. The Canadian singer opened the show by performing Starboy, while ex-girlfriend Bella Hadid strutted past him in a sexy lingerie. Gaga took to the stage three times to perform Ayo, Million Reasons, and John Wayne's off her latest album, Joanne. Meanwhile, Bruno Mars rocked the VS runway as he sang his hit single, 24K Magic and Chunky. This year's VS fashion show will air on Monday, December 5th at 10 p.m. on CBS. And veteran angels like uh, Adriana Lima, Lily Aldridge, and Alessandra Ambrosio, as well as Gigi Hadid and Kendall Jenner, they walked the runway for this year's show. And speaking of the weekend, he just released his much anticipated new album, Starboard, last week on Friday, November 25th. And now Spotify confirmed that the Canadian singer had set the new record for most stream in a single day on its platform. And again, according to the music streaming giant, The Weeknd broke the record on Friday, November 25th, although the new streaming benchmark isn't available until, uh, until uh, not available yet. But uh, the Can't Feel Me, My, My Face hitmaker beat his fellow Canadian singer, Justin Bieber, with the most earned 36 million streams on November 13th, the day he released his fourth studio album, Purpose. 
The Weekend's third studio album, Starboy, featured an appearance from Daft Punk, Future, Lena Del Rey, and rapper Kendrick Lamar. The album served as a follow-up to last year, Beauty Behind the Madness, which made at, which made that number one debut on Billboard's 200 with 412,000 equivalent album units. And uh, right now we have here uh, 25th, 25 minutes after the hour, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in the entertainment news and pop culture. Uh, Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to give you the latest on Mariah Carey. Apparently, she has confirmed her romance with her backup dancer, Brian Tanaka, uh, and this is coming less than two months after her split from her then fiance James Packer. Also, uh, is Jennifer Lawrence and her boyfriend Darren Aronofsky are they engaged? I'll tell you the latest. And Disney had just released a new poster to the upcoming animation movie Cars 3. And uh, Lifetime is getting ready to uh, just release the new photos of the unauthorized. Britney Spears biopic. That's right. There's going to be a biopic about Britney Spears on Lifetime, and from from according to her publicist, uh, she's not too happy about it. All those stories are more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
Hudson Hornet, and a few unexpected turns. The movie will race into theaters on June 16, 2017. It sees the return of Owen Wilson as the voice of the red and yellow car race champion. Larry the Cable Guy is also back as his loyal sidekick, Mater, and Bunny Hunt and Chief Moran will once again lead their voices to Sally and Ramon, respectively. And Lifetime has released the new photos of the unauthorized Britney Spears biopic called Britney. It's set to air on February in February of 2017. In one picture, Natasha Bassett recreates Spears' 2000 album, Oops, I Did It Again cover, sporting the singer's iconic style consisting of tight pants and a belly shirt. The biopic chronicles uh, Spears' rise to fame, fall from grace, and eventually triumph and resurrection. It follows her marriage to Federline, the father of her two sons. The movie will also document her romance with Justin Timberlake, her 55-hour marriage to Jason Alexander, and her public meltdown in 2008 when she was put under psychiatric observation and under her father's uh, conservatorship. According to her publicist, Spears won't be contributing to any way, shape, or form to the Lifetime biopic. And then there's rumors that said that she's not too happy about this movie coming out. And Showtime takes you behind the scenes of Madonna's Rebel Heart Tour. In an upcoming documentary, uh, prior to the premiere of the special, the network has released a promo video which highlights the backup dancer's audition. The sneak peek shows the grueling process to score a spot in Madonna's world tour. One dancer says that she wants the best and wants people who work hard. If you get too comfortable or too lazy, you don't get the spot. Titled Madonna Rebel Heart Tour, the Showtime special documents Madonna's blockbuster Rebel Heart Tour, which she sold more than $1.31 billion in tickets. The concert film will air December 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern on Showtime. The same day, Madonna will be honored as Woman of the Year at Billboard's annual Women in Music event. Definitely have to go see that. And Arnold Schwarzenegger will have, get this, six additional boardroom advisors to help him handle the new celebrity apprentice. One of the new advisors is Liza Gibson, who is the winner of the Celebrity Apprentice in February of 2015. She raised 714000 for her charity, Liza Care Connection. The new experts also include Bob Harper, who hosts NBC The Biggest Loser, and Rocco Dispirito, who is the celebrity chef and a cookbook author. A film producer and co-host of Extra, Tracy Edmonds, which she will also join the show alongside British personal finance expert Gemma Godfrey and YouTube star Justin uh, Ezerick, who is best known as I, Justin. Now, the show has been previously announced that Warren Buffett, Tyra Banks, Steve Ballmer, and Jessica Abba will also help the Terminator actor to choose the winner from the 16 celebrity contestants. The candidates of the eighth season of the popular celebrity show are boxer and TV host Layla Ali, model Brooke Burke Chavez, uh, NFL Eric Dickerson, Culture Club singer Boy George, TV host and comedian Matt Eisman, talk show host Carrie Keegan, fashion designer Carson Kressley, WNBA player Lisa Leslie, actor and comedian John Lovitz, Motley Crue singer Vince Neil, Nicole Snooki Polizzi, Kyle Richard, mixed martial artist Che uh, uh, Shao Solin, Portia Williams. Ricky Williams, and Wilson Phillips singer Carney Wilson. The new Celebrity Apprentice will premiere on Monday, January 2nd, 2017 at 8 p.m. on NBC. Now, this should be a good one. This should be a good one. They got Boy George. They got Portia from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. They got Snooki. This is going to be interesting. And they got all these other advisors along with other celebrity guests to help Arnold Schwarzenegger to, you know, pick who will be the new Celebrity Apprentice. So, again, the new Celebrity Apprentice will premiere on Monday, January 2nd, 2017 at 8 p.m. on NBC. 
And J. Cole is gearing up to release his fourth album, For Your Eyes Only. He will release it via Dreamville Rock Nation on December 9th, the second anniversary of his latest album, 2014's Forest Hills Drive. The album was first revealed via an iTunes pre-order page, which surfaced online on Wednesday night, but was then removed. The page has now been reposted, and the album has been confirmed. There will be 10 tracks on the record, through no track titles have been unveiled. 2014 Forest Hill Drive was released on December 2014 and debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. It sold 354,000 equivalent units in its first week and debuted at number one on the top album sales chart. The album also earned double platinum certification in 2016. And this is a young lady here who I'm getting ready to play her music in, in the next five minutes, Keelani. She's an up-and-coming R&B artist, and she's very talented, and she has a beautiful voice. She just shared the artwork and release date to her debut album. It's called Sweet Sexy, Sexy Savage via her Instagram page. She said that the album will arrive on January 27, 2017, and would be available for pre-order this week. The artwork, which was created by the artist Brick and James McLeod, they found they put her in some kind of a, a like a pink and orange sky backdrop. Now she's from the Bay Area, and apparently on the cover she seemed topless while looking at the camera. The album title "Sweet Sexy Savage" is written above her in cursive front. In cursive font, uh, after she shared the news, Kalani took to Twitter to explain the inspiration behind the album title. She wrote that the al- the album title was a symbol. For all women, Kalani took to Twitter to share the title of her debut album on November 27, just a few days after dropping the colorful music video for her latest single, Distraction. The 21-year-old singer previously released Crazy as the lead single from the album on July 15. And I'm going to play that uh, song in a few minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm, you, you're really going to like this uh, young lady because she's really talented. She can sing. And I'm I'm starting to become a fan. Taylor Swift is named the biggest money maker in music industry this year. According to Forbes, the country pop singer had ranked in a whopping $170 million. Her, her earnings come from music tours and numerous lucrative deals, including with Apple. One Direction Boys follow at the runner-up place with an estimated $110 million, and Adele rounded out the top three with $80.5 million in her pocket. Madonna is ranked fourth with $76.5 million, and Rihanna sits at number five with $75 million. ACDC landed in the seventh spot with $67.5 million. The Rolling Stones, they occupy the eighth position with $66.5 million. P. Dilly round out the top ten with $62 million, while Bruce Springsteen trailed closely behind at number 11 with $60.5 million. Justin Bieber settled at number 13 with $56 million. And further down the list are powerhouse couple Beyonce and Jay-Z. They are ranked at number 17 and 18 with $54 million and $53.5 million, respectively. And Frank Ocean is returning to the stage next year for the first time since 2014. The elusive musician is scheduled to headline two music festivals in in the summer of 2017. He will rock Northside Festival in Denmark on June 9th before taking the stage at London's Love Box Festival on July 14th. The singer is additionally set to perform at the Hangout Music Festival in Gulf Shore, Alabama from May 19th to the 21st. He will follow it up with a live performance at Saturday. Squash Music Festival, which will run in Quincy, Washington from May 26th to the 28th. The gigs are announced after he released a visual album, Endless, on Apple Music via Def Jam, and then he dropped a full-length album called Blonde via his own Boys Don't Cry label. The show will be his first one in two years. He last performed on the stage for a live audience in July of 2014. Yes. And uh, Justin Timberlake, this story, I kind of find it hard to believe. But do you know that Justin Timberlake's hit single, Can't Stop the Feeling, has been named, get this, the worst song of 2016 by Time Magazine. That's right, you heard correct. The worst 
song, Name the Worst Song of 2016 by Time Magazine. The song served as the soundtrack of the DreamWorks' latest animation, Trolls, and was released five months before the movie hit the, the theater in November. The publication wrote, quote, Timberlake hadn't debuted a solo track in nearly three years when he dropped his uninspired song of the summer contender. Forget the feeling, just please, please stop this song, unquote. Timberlake takes the top position on the list. His song is more terrible than Mom by Megan Trainer, which takes the second spot. Unfortunately, Trainer makes the list twice as her other song, No, is sitting at number eight. Can you believe this? Other popular songs on the list include Team by Iggy Azalea at number three and Ghostbusters I'm Not Afraid by Fall Out Boys featuring Missy Elliott at number four. And just behind them is Bad Things by Machine Gun Kelly at number five. Rounding out the top tens are I Hate You, I Love You by Nash featuring Olivia O'Brien at number seven, Private Show from Timberlake's ex Britney Spears at number nine, and Seven Years by Lucas Graham at number ten. Wow, can you believe that? I like Megan Trainers. I like that whole album. No, I, I mean, I can't believe this. Who is rating this? Uh, I, I might have a clue. The same people who were, you know, picking out the movies for the Academy Awards, the Oscars, probably older men, you know, who don't have a clue about what's going on in pop culture at the moment, they probably made this list. You know what I mean? Right now we have here uh, 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back I'll give you the latest, uh, as a matter of fact, the the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
Yo, this is Mr. Magic from the Magic Hour. You listening to That's Entertainment with my homegirl Tammy Jones Gibbs on Blog Talk Radio. Right now, we have nine minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest music from Kalani Parish and Distraction. All right, before I went to the music break, uh, for the last remaining stories of the day, actually, uh, this year's Jason Bourne's uh, successful worldwide box office movie, it ranked up $415 million worldwide. And even though it received mixed reviews, uh, it, it had a massive gross. And the producer, Frank Marshall, he's apparently gear, gearing up to develop a sequel with Matt Damien, reprising his role as the former assassin. And Pro- Paul Greengrass is returning to the Homer chair. Uh, in a recent interview with Yahoo Movies, Marshall said that he had spoken to both Damien and Greengrass about the potential sequel. He went on to explain how the story will be explored in the next movie as lead actor Damien is getting older. Uh, when asked if fans could see another Jeremy Renner starring movie after The Born Legacy or a team-up film with Damien and Renner, uh, Marshall responded, uh, probably not. He said, quote, that story is still out there as well, but it's not. We're not talking about it, unquote. And Kendrick Lamar and Beyonce have reportedly been tapped to perform at Coachella 2017. According to the hip-hop-centric site Hits Daily Double, Queen B and K-Dot would join Radiohead's at the top performers. Should this be true, this will mark B's first headlining appearance at the Desert Festival. She joined Jay-Z in Coachella in 2010 and danced on stage with Sister Salon Nose in 2014. Meanwhile, Lamar last performed a full set at the festival in 2012. He made a surprise appearance at Coachella 2016 during a performance by Ice Cube and Anderson Pack. Rumors about next year's event has been circulating over the past few months. Hip-hop producer DJ Khaled hinted that he would perform at the 2017 Coachella. In a video post through Khaled's Snapchat, the Do You Mind hitmaker seemed to confirm this performance. Other rumored performers include Oasis and now Rogers from Chic. The lineup is still unconfirmed at this point, and fans will have to wait until the festival official announcement in January. Next year, Coachella is scheduled for April 14th to the 16th, which is the first weekend, and April 21st to the 22nd, which is the second weekend in Indio, uh, California. And Gotham star Morena Baccarin and Benjamin McKenzie, they're they're set to wed in real life. Baccarin, who also has a female lead role in Marvel's anti-hero movie Deadpool, showed off her engagement diamond ring at the 2016 Gotham Independent Film Award right here in New York City on Monday, November 28th. The couple welcomed their eight-month-old daughter, Frances, in March of 2016. Baccarin was previously married to Austin Schick, with whom she has a three-year-old son, Julius. They split in 2015 after three years of marriage and had their divorce finalized in March of this year. And Matthew McConaughey recently surprised a group of University of Texas students as he offered to drive them home safely. The actor was uh, giving the free ride as part of a UT program, which is named SureWalk, to help students get home safely when walking from campus around midnight. The University of Texas student government shared a picture of four lucky students and the actor who seen gripping the wheel of a golf cart. The Facebook post was captured with Longhorns take care of each other, and it's safe to say Matthew McConaughey agreed. Don't forget to use SureWalk when traveling home late at night. You never know who might pick you up. Hashtag be safe, hashtag safe chats. SureWalk is a program that started as a buddy walk program in order to get home safely. The program had recently expanded to offer rides on golf carts. New sure walk hours are from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. every day. And Amanda uh, Seyfried is going to be a mom. The actress revealed that she's pregnant with her, her child with fiancé Thomas Sadaki. Uh, they de- she debuted her baby bump during a launch of her uh, Givenchy New Live Irresistible Fragrance on Tuesday, November 29th. Following her appearance at the Givenchy event, uh, multiple sources confirmed that the 30-year-old beauty pregnancy, uh, she, there will be the first, this will be the first child for both 
uh, uh, Seyfried and Sadowski, who began dating earlier this year while working together on The Last Word. The actor then got the actors then got engaged a few months after, and back in September she was spotted with a simple thin band on her ring finger when walking her dog Finn right here in New York City. The couple didn't pu- publicly confirm their engagement, but uh, an un- a, a Us Weekly source did. And Ashanti and Ja Rule, they reunited on Helpless, a brand-new track from the Hamilton mixtape. The 40-year-old rapper and Ashanti played the role of Alexander Hamilton and his wife Eliza on the reinterpretation from the Broadway musical. Earlier this month, Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda made appearances on Conan and revealed that Ashanti and Rule were actually the muses for his song Helpless. Ashanti and Ja Rule had collaborated on numerous songs such as Always on Time, Mesmerize, What's Love, Down for You, Wonderful, and more. Helpless is their first collaboration single in more than a decade and the latest offering from the Hamilton mixtape, which is set to be released on December 2nd, which is today. It follows Kelly Clarkson, It's Quiet Uptown, Sia Furley, Satisfy, and feature Queen Latifah and Miguel and Usher, Wait For It, among other tracks. And James Corden is going to be hosting the next Grammy Awards. The Late Late Show with James Corden host is officially booked by the Recording Academy to serve as an MC for the upcoming 59th Annual Grammys on February 12, 2017. It will take place at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Corden will take over from LL Cool J, who had hosted the awards show for the fifth consecutive year. And Kesha will receive Billboard's uh, Women in Music Trailblazing Award at the 11th annual event, which will be held on December 9th right here in New York City. Uh, Janice Men, the co-president and chief creative officer of the Hollywood Reporter Billboard Media Group, said that Kesha deserved the prize because she's a fighter and an inspirational person. The 29-year-old singer-songwriter has had nine songs on the top ten of the Billboard Pop Song Chart, four of which peaked at number one. Her song had been purchased digitally over 32 million times in the U.S. and streamed nearly 900 million times, according to Nielsen Music. And despite her highly publicized lawsuit against Dr. Luke for alleged sexual assault, and emotional abuse, the TikTok hitmaker remains strong and positive for her fans. She just finished her summer tour with the Creepies and promised to keep on working. She had previewed four of her new songs and planned to release a new album early next year. And Kesha is not the only honoree of the event. Madonna will be honored with the Woman of the Year title, while Hazley will receive the Rising Star Award. Shania Twain is set to receive the Iconic Award. And meanwhile, Megan Trainor will receive the Chart Topper Award. And Andra Day, she's going to be honored with the Powerhouse Award and Marin Morris Naps the Breakthrough Artist Award. Day, Hazley, Morris, and Trainer are all performing at the Women in Music event, which will be aired on Lifetime on December 12th. And Coldplay is back with new music next year. The band takes to Twitter to announce a new EP tied Kaleidoscope to be released in 2017. So far, no other details are revealed. The EP has the same name as a Head Full of Dreams track. The new EP comes after Coldplay announced a 2017 North America Arena Stadium tour in October. Chris Martin and his bandmates will return to the United States and Canada beginning from August to October next year for their ongoing A Head Full of Dream Tour. The 18-day trek kicks off at East Rutherford Midlife Stadium on August 1st, 2017, and wraps up on October 8, 2017 in San Diego. And Ebony Magazine, the curator of the African American Experience, Past, Present, and Future, announced its 2016 Ebony Power 100 Gala presented by Nationwide. Scheduled to take place in Los Angeles, the famed gala will be held at one of the Tinseltown most historic landmarks, the Beverly Hilton. For a fifth consecutive year, Nationwide will probably present a prestigious affair to celebrate honorees on the 2016 Ebony Power 100 list. Ebony marked the 71st anniversary with four striking covers graced by Ava DuVernay, John Legend, Nas, Simone Biles for the Power 100 issue. Each year, the Ebony team selects the 100 most influential black leaders in the country, and those achievers have made noteworthy accomplishments over the past year. The list of outstanding leaders highlight individuals from varieties of fields, including business, medicine, sports, media, religion, the creative arts, and more. Hosting the Star Study event will be the charismatic actor and comedian Cedric the Entertainer and legendary actress Cindy 
Tyson will receive this year's coveted Ebony Lifetime Achievement Award and accepting the Ebony Icon Award at music legend Nile Rogers, co-founder alongside Bernard Edwards of Chic. And also the 2016 Power 100 list will appear in the December-January issue, widely available the first week in December, and the full list of the Ebony Power 100, as well as the exclusive behind-the-scenes footage and interview, which can be found at ebony.com. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.